This is the M3 Entertainment Bearcast for American Horror Story Hotel. Welcome back, you degenerates and freaks of AHS world. Tonight, we'll be discussing the episode titled Mommy from American Horror Story Hotel, Season 5, uh, Episode 3. And I'm your host, Marco Estes. This is the N3 Bearcast. Um, tonight, uh, tonight, I'll be joined by Chris Impact. Chris? Hey, I'm Chris Impact Sutton. Um, editor, Editor-in-Chief of the LGBTUpdate.com, and you can find me on all social media platforms at, at Impact, I-M-P-A-Q. And by the Editor-in-Chief of um, M3, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, I just finished watching this uh, perverted show, and I'm joining you from my laptop with my new webcam, so... <laughs> Uh, no, you can reach me at Mail Media Mind or at um, mtravers29 on Twitter. So let's get into it. Okay, let's jump right in, y'all. Okay, tonight's episode is titled Mommy, and to be dead honest with you, it was about mommy issues on yeah. every and on every scale possible, except for problems um, level. But anyway. Um, we got introduced to new to a new character. We finally met Angela Bassett's Ramona. Uh, Ramona We've been waiting to see Angela Bassett come in and serve, and it, 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 and they gave the right episode. They put in the right episode, mommy, because you know we don't want to say mother or something like that because she gave a little small scene she was in. She gave it that little one little segment she was in. She gave it. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of backstory from um, some of the remaining cast members, I'm going to cast, uh, characters, um, Alex, who is um, John Moses' wife. Uh, we found out more about Donovan and his mother Iris' relationship. And we found out a little bit more about, um, I want to say we found out a little bit more about uh, Liz Taylor, just a tad bit. They just giving us a teaspoon of what's coming up with um, with him, but you know it still was enough for me to be uh, satiated. And of course, um, there was there just so much went on tonight. Even though it wasn't as sex filled as the previous episodes, um, a little <laughs> bit less bloody, but still, it, it to me it, it packs an emotional um wall for, for me. Um, Chris, what do you have to say about tonight's episode? Angela, 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 <laughs> that's it. That, that's the beginning, that's the end, that's the middle. Like, I mean, to be totally honest, like, um, you know, when I was watching, um, I mean, like, I, I was feeling it, you know, it was still giving me that, you know, the thrill and suspense of American Horror Story. But, um, you know, I wasn't, like, you know, totally blown away by anything through most of the episode. Um, Naomi Campbell's... Uh-huh. Um, I guess, I guess we can say her death, but you know, clearly she's now a ghost 
of the hotel, I guess you could say, or whatever they are. But, um, you know, her little scene was wild. It was crazy. Um, once again, kind of going back to what uh, I think Malcolm brought up uh, last week is um, there's a lot of, like, straight up, like, there's straight up murders taking place at this hotel, and people are aware of this stuff is happening outside of the hotel, but it's still, like, they're not, like, for some reason, no one is called in a SWAT team to kind of, like, just kick the doors in and, like, just, like, I don't know, and just, like, really find out what's going on. So, like, there's still kind of, like, these weird loopholes that don't really tie in or really make a lot of sense at times. But still, I'm really intrigued by, you know, the, the story of the hotel and these characters who are living within it. There's still so much, like, meat and, like, and, like just general, just, uh, like, I don't know, like, just, like, there's there's definitely something there, like, you know, like, with the characters and their backstory, so that's that's keeping me tuned in, too, but, I mean, really, the highlight of the episode was definitely Angela Bassett, which we'll surely get into more. Okay, Malcolm, what was your first takes on the episode? Yeah, I agree that there was a, a lot less blood, um, and I was okay with that. Maybe I thought the first two were so bloody that I think we get it. We get it. It's, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of death. Um yeah, definitely Angela Bassett. Like, I loved the whole backstory scene where she was doing the black exploitation films. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> love, love it, love it. Um, yeah. So, if she's anything like she was in um, in Coven, kind of like the enemy of the main character, so to speak. Like, I I love her in that role. Like, she's trying to get revenge. I'm loving that. So. Um, you know, the um, it was shorter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering we came off a two-hour episode last week, yeah. Yeah, so. Better. Yeah. You know, it feels like a lot less because it is. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm happy with that. The um, backstory of the mother who, you know, we just found out she tried to commit suicide. Huh? Like, that seems like a huge thing to leave out. <laughs> <laughs> the first two episodes, I guess. Yeah. But well, I think that's what the show has been. It's like re- revelations after revelations. So I right. think that's pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to what else they're going to reveal about the people who've already shown up. So okay. it was good. Cool, cool. I mean, like I said, I really enjoyed the episode, uh, I guess, because I... Um, I'm so used to, like, the third episode being, like, where they're going to... Uh, they always roll them out. Uh, we didn't mean really get the full backstory to Angela Bass's uh, character from uh, Coven, uh, Marie Laveau, excuse me. We didn't get up the full character. We had a, it, we, we met her in the first episode. Like almost. No, we did. We met her. Either way, I know we met her briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first episode she appeared in, but she was like telling one side of the story. And then... Um, we met her again and gave us a full backstory of who she was, what what the whole thing was. Then we met another character in episode three. And so it was just, they always roll out the characters because there's so many of them. They got to give all the stories like a, you know, a bit breathing room. But I will agree with you. That was kind of like, a, like I guess, uh, uh, odd thing to leave out that Alex tried to commit suicide. But given the first few episodes, it kind of would have been like, huh? You know, it was just like random, you know what I'm saying? In the first the scheme of things, I guess the first episode was just to introduce you to the hotel itself, 
which has become a big character in the, in you know in itself. So, um, but let's just go ahead and jump on the the, the Alex's story because we found out that basically the woman who she's the one the, the child she's been taking care of mother his mother has not it's not the mother of the year I mean she sat there and didn't give him his vaccine for measles and stuff like that because the whole um, vaccine like called autism movement mm-hmm. and so he got sicker and I was thinking that Mash and Am- um, Admic I can't pronounce her name to say my Nick sorry fellow Twin Peaks fans um but she, um, I was thinking she's going to be doing something more. So hopefully we're going to probably see her visit the hotel. Maybe something happened to her there. Um, and But the fact is that it kind of opened, it had Alex opened up to the audience. You know, like the Ryan Murphy staple, having one of his characters randomly talking, giving backstory to the audience and stuff like that, like narrating the, their story and whatnot. And so she pretty much revealed that the only person she really ever loved in her entire life was her son Holden, even more than her daughter and even more than her own husband. So it was pretty much a big, um, well, not a big, it was just a devastating blow to her when he disappeared. And then we, which goes back to the reason like, like, okay, she said she didn't blame John for his disappearance. It's just the fact that he's not, Holden's not there. So you get that. And so, come to find out that the low family is going to counseling because um, of, I guess, what little Scarlett said. And Scarlett mentioned that she pretty much recounted what happened. And then she also mentioned the fact that Holden still smelled like lavender, which I'm pretty sure um, Alex probably never told anybody that, you know, he reminded her of lavender. And so, uh, after that, Alex pretty much decides to, you know, serve John some divorce papers, which I thought was like the lowest point to even try to do some shit like that. And then in the process of doing that, he has a breakdown and then tries to get back with her. And so as she's leaving the hotel, Alex runs into Holden. And I was like, oh, shit. So what do y'all think about that storyline? <laughs> Alex ain't gonna be going nowhere anytime soon. You no. just tell her, like she's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Um no, you know, I, I'm I'm still kind of confused within the whole realm of, you know, I guess what like visitors or residents of the hotel can actually see, like the ones who are technically still alive. Because um, you know, I, I was kind of surprised that she was able to one see Neon, well, not only did she see Naomi Campbell's character, but she saw her bloody, you know, stabbed body, and it was almost kind of like she was she was definitely shocked by it. But I mean, once again, I'm thinking if I see like a bloody, you know, woman standing in front of me, I'm gonna be running. Like hey, it's not no, oh, I want to casually step back. It's gonna be like it's just time to go. It is time to check out of the hotel. Um, but I, but I definitely feel like. Uh, now she has a reason to be there. Like now she's she's seen her son. I don't know what happened next after she kind of you know kneeled down to him. He's like you know hi mommy or whatever. But mm-hmm. I think clearly now um, her main focus is going to be like getting her son back at whatever cost. So uh, yeah, yeah. You, you agree? Disagree? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was I was wondering exactly where they were going to take that with the daughter having seen her brother and, you know, whether or not they were going to, um, I don't know, draw that out. 
but clearly not. Like that was it. She's seen it. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> So I like that aspect. I didn't want that to be an ongoing thing. I'm interested as to how that's going to affect, um, you know, her relationship with her husband and, you know, the divorce papers and all that, what's that going to mean? And I think we got a little bit more information with, um, I guess, with Angela Bassett's character about what the children's purpose are. Like, I didn't really get that either. Right. Um, She broke it up, though. Yeah, she did. And, um, you know, we'll see more about that. So I'm going to be interested as to the fate of Holden, too, now with Angela Bassett. Like, I'm going to kill those kids. <laughs> right. Quick question, though. Um, what's going on with uh, Alex's daughter? Where is she in? Uh, maybe I missed that part, but is she just at home chilling or in school? That's, cool. no, I mean, yeah, that's a good question. Like, is, if y'all get her on police detail, well, then... That's still not a good thing. I mean, her ass did shake them off and got them together. Uh, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like the opposite of uh, The Walking Dead. Like, bitch, where's your child? <laughs> you <know>? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, but it goes to show that she said that the only person she loved and loved was holding. So it's like, yeah. if you if you disappear, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> Hell, even when uh, Will was like, I'm not Will, but uh, John was like, let's make another baby. She's like, oh, hell, get up off me. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, uh-uh, if you, if you can't reproduce holders, then I don't want anything right. anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, to slide over to the uh, sex, if it's still dealing with mommy issues, let's slide on over to the next storyline, which was Iris and Donovan, and the fact that Donovan is like, Having the biggest temper tantrum I've known. But no, his temper tantrum is it's, it's not getting to the level of Dandy Mod from last season, mm-hmm. but it's still a temper tantrum nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And quick note, I want to y'all remind me that I wanna, really want to talk about an um, article I read from the Hollywood Reporter. They did a, I don't say an expose, but they did like a, a feature story on Ryan Murphy, and I'm kind of seeing some of this repeating theme of like mother issues and the last couple of seasons of American Horror Story. So I wanna touch on that a few minutes though, but Donovan out of here. And he right. pretty much told his mama, look, bitch, I don't wanna have anything to do with you no more. I, you don't understand that I tried to kill myself to get away from you. I don't want you in my life. Leave me the hell alone. She breaks down because she has sacrificed so much for him, but he said that he sacrificed so much trying to get away from her. And so <laughs> It, um, he ends up leaving the hotel before breaking her heart, and then he goes and feeds off some junkies, and then ends up getting kidnapped by Ramona, which we'll get to later on in the episode. Yeah. And he has a heart-to-heart, well, a, a, just a, well, a tongue lashing rather by Liz Taylor. Oh, I love this scene. And then um, <laughs> that's how much I get this scene, but I don't think y'all understand. But he gets, you know. Okay, yeah, the only person who truly loves me is the person I'm trying to run away from. Meanwhile, Iris is like, you know what, fuck this shit. I have nothing else to live for. Oh, hey, hypodermic salad, come get come off me right quick. Yeah. And they try shooting her up with a lot of shit. That didn't work. So Sally put a damn bag overhead and that kind of did the trick. But of course, drama. <laughs> it's the right time that when um, 
Donovan decides, I love my mom again. You know, he had an imitation of life moment. You know, mama, mama, here, take some of my blood, mama. Mama, wake up, mama. Mama, wake up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because we saw what happened to Ramon. <laughs> so it's kind of like a precursor. So uh, what does y'all take on that particular storyline? So um, Donovan's mother named Iris, right? Was mm-hmm. Iris, right? Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming they confirmed that she wasn't dead, like she wasn't immortal, right? Clearly. I thought, like, I thought she was. Because, and that's what I'm saying, like, that shows you the complexity of this show, because I'm still trying to figure out, okay, who's already died, and who's, like, alive there, but, because the whole thing is, if, when, when he gave her the blood, that was the whole purpose of her becoming immortal, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so I'm assuming she wasn't, I mean, I could be totally wrong, you know, this is probably some, some loopholes here or whatever, but I'll say this much, like, I mean, I kind of, like, we had the whole conversation with uh, uh, Liz Taylor or whatever. Like, I mean, you know, Liz Taylor, you know, was very valid in what he was saying, but at the same time, it was kind of like, if you had this long grudge against your mother for all these years, like, I mean, you basically told your mother to go off herself. Like, you just need to go ahead and kill yourself. Like, I feel like you would need a little bit more to have you so desperate to run back to her. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, like, it, it really seemed like his entire life he was tortured by his mom. And, I mean, for him just to kind of have this, like, I don't know, 180 moment where he's just like, oh, no, like, I really do care for her. After you just told her to kill herself, like, literally <laughs> 30 minutes ago. It was kind of like, okay. But, you know, uh, whatever whatever you have to do to kind of keep the story moving forward or whatever. Um, well, um, I was going to say, I mean, no, but I guess my whole thing was just that, like, with her becoming immortal now, I mean, that's great. I love, you know, Kathy Bates as an actress. I love her on the show, so I didn't really want to see her go anyway. Um, but I feel like, I don't I, I don't know, like, maybe they, they're related, maybe they'll become more bonded, but it, it just seems like now you just created a way for your mother to basically haunt you for eternity now. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But... That's how I feel about it so far. What about you, Malcolm, before I um, um, put my theories into that? Yeah, I think there's um, a reason why someone will ask someone else to help them kill themselves, because a lot of times, you know, the actual act of doing it, you know, like it's something you want to do, but then when the actual time comes, you change your mind. So I think it could have been the same thing with Donovan and his mom, which is like, I really want you to die. But, you know, actually seeing her die, he was, like, basically, you know, acting on instinct. Mm-hmm. And I think there could be a point at which he totally is going to regret that decision. <laughs> like the next episode, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was from a standpoint of he, I think the fact that, you know, with the Countess, you know, putting, you know, you know getting, getting rid of him, him going out his own, and then Ramona Royale comes to the picture, giving this whole grand scheme of how the kind of screwed him over and everything. And then after he sat there and told her in the most pathetic way possible, he was like, she's like, yeah, and you going to be my way in. He was like, I got done by the Countess last Tuesday. She's like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I don't need you no more. <laughs> and so it's just the fact that, you know, okay, I'm not, I'm not 
I can't even do a, be, be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So I literally have nobody. And right. like Liz Taylor said, you can find the greatest fuck in the world, but she would never love you like your mother loves you. Mm-hmm. And you can sit there because it's, it's, because that's the, I would go back to that whole argument between him and his mother. That whole exchange was like, you know, you took my father away from me. And then she pointed out a good point. So you, your father didn't realize you were in the trunk of his car until he got to his destination. And then instead of him sitting there taking hold of you, he sent you right back. So you really couldn't see who was right, who was wrong. It was right. all about, I guess, perception. And so, until we get more information, which I'm pretty sure we might not, you know, later on down the line, unless they give us a extremely detailed backstory, because you know, even though we got all the backstories of most of the main characters, I'm pretty sure they're gonna give an extensive background of Iris probably the next episode. But then again, I don't, I don't know because next week is the Halloween episode. They really gonna focus on just fucking a lot of people. So, um, but Iris, um, I kind of sided with her. Because, I mean, she gave up. I mean, for a mother to sit there and kill somebody without thinking twice about it, and all the shit she's seen and then done just to be close to him, to me, that's saying a lot. I mean, because let's be real. Let's be honest. Because when you say they got that hotel with a loved one, a loved one you know what I'm saying? Listen. You risking your life. Listen, we have. I'm, I'm, I know they don't got no decent Wi-Fi access up in there. But listen, you go down the street to the local cafe, Starbucks, McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Send an email. We can Skype. But ain't no damn way in the world I'm gonna be up in that hotel. Like, there's <laughs> no way. And that's what's so crazy. I mean, really, that's what's so crazy. Really about the show on a logical level, because it's like, who? I mean, you, you walk around this hotel. You're seeing, you know, dead bodies. You know, you're you're spazzing out. I mean, I, I've been in some nasty hotels. I've been in some nasty Motel Sixes or whatever. And it's like, if I step in there and if I just see a bug crawl through, I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to go. Like they have, like it's so crazy. And I ain't gonna like linger on this for too long, but like, literally, bodies are coming out the mattresses. Mm-hmm. Like that is like the most extreme version. Of bed bugs, like <laughs> you got bed humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's crazy that anyone want to stay there. So the fact that she has, and I don't know how long it's been since her son has died, but I mean, truly, like she said, she has nothing else to live for. She doesn't have a son. So yeah, what was that all about? When the woman just got stabbed, the man coming out the mattress and just stabbed her. Like, okay, we can jump. We can jump on into that mountain. <laughs> Because Naomi Campbell sat shade her answer for that, like, yes, I'm here, bitches. I'm finally part of the hotel. And right. She took, and then she didn't get the mem- she, she didn't get the message. The first yeah. message when her phone started acting up. Now, any any respectable Vogue editor or co- columnist, whatever, would have like, yo, I need my Wi-Fi. Stuff got to be going. I gotta go. Right. I, gotta go. Right. You know, I love your baby, but you gotta get your Wi-Fi. You know what I'm saying? And then she didn't. She sat there and went. First of all, I didn't. I didn't believe. I thought she was shooting get room sixty-four, not just some random room, because mm-hmm. that room seemed like it was below her taste. You know what I'm saying? Right. She damn it kept walking. Like, oh hell no, this is not even. No, 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 no. So that was something that. I, 
even for me, as much as I love the show, that was a big leap of faith for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, not a leap of faith, but a leap of um, logic for me. Right. We know how Naomi Campbell is. Sure. And so... <laughs> she would have laid her wig on that bed. I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> look on her body. <laughs> and then she saw the damn addiction um, demon and then she starts about walking around her room. And she's like, oh, shit, okay, well, whatever. Mm. Then she gets down her damn um, drawers and she gets in the bed. <laughs> and then here comes Max Greenfield's ass from episode one and two. <laughs> the club up and then make a I'm like, you gonna wait till somebody get on the bed and not call your ass out. Right. And so I'm like, uh, so, he, so she uh, reaches and he grabs her foot. And it seemed to me that I don't know. He probably going through a lunatic. I mean, he did get raped by the Andrea Big Deal, though. I mean, and he was high. Yeah, yeah. So my whole thing would have been like, anybody's on this bed. I don't want. It might be the demon again. I don't want mm-hmm. to touch him. I'll let her go. But he just panicked because she tried to kill him because she didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. At least she did something that the damn other girls didn't do. You know, she she tried to attack. But from her standpoint, I can understand. That's probably the first thing I try to do too. Is somebody grab. Came up, now I come out the goddamn mattress. But grab my ass. Oh yeah, that's yes, a done deal. And yeah. then he retaliated. I don't know he got all I don't know where he got all that string from. <laughs> Natural seals out her hands and then proceeds to stab the shit out of her. Yeah. And I was like, Well shit. <laughs> no, I can't can can we get her to haunt the hotel a little bit more this season or something right. like that? But it seems like she's she's still there. Like her spirit is still there or whatever. Yeah. Still, though, like you said again, like once again, like you know, you, you got to take a leap of faith within logic because you know, I still, you know, I, I still consider Naomi Campbell, you know, um, a proud carrier of the black card all day. Mm-hmm. And not trying to stereotype all of us, but you know, the majority of us, if we up in a hotel, a creepy old, dusty looking hotel, a hotel that just says, Bitch, you about to lose your life tonight. Like that type of thing. Like, you know, like, so she's seeing these things run around the bathroom and these images pop up. Once again, who would stay in a hotel after seeing that? Like, it's time to go. And when I saw her kind of get in her little gown and lay on that bed, and I said, that bed looks so dirty. I don't know. Maybe it was just the, 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 the camera or what. But it looked just so dingy. And I was like, how much did y'all pay, Naomi, for this? Because, like, I know. She probably walked to that room. She was like, uh-uh. Like, no, Ryan. Like, this is not happening. But, yeah, I, I will give her credit that she did try to fight back. You know, at least she tried to fight back. Because the two white girls, the two white girls, the body popped up in front of their faces. They ran downstairs. And instead of running out the front door, they allow Iris to coerce them into another room, which once again yeah. makes no no way. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? But at least Naomi fought back. She lost, but she fought back. Um and yeah, that was a lot to take in. I was crazy. Also, I was kind of surprised that old dude was even like again, it's gonna be a lot of stuff I'm sure they're gonna fill in later on in the season, like how these people are living within these mattresses. Like I'm still really confused about that whole situation. <laughs> but uh, but the point of it is that, well, once again, even after he got out the mattress, I'm assuming he was able to... No, he didn't escape off the hotel. He ran into um, the detective. can't think of his name right now. But I guess he ran into the detective. They got yeah. him to the hospital or whatever. Um, and once again, another leap of faith in logic because he got to the hospital. He's explaining what was going on, what happened. You know, he died or whatever. My whole thing is, like, what is it going to take for this detective to come in there 
with a full-fledged SWAT team, FBI, you know, um, um, the military, whatever, like, the Avengers, like, it's time to take that bitch down, like, it's, it still blows me away that he keeps, I, I, clearly he's, he's sick in the head, like, the hotel is getting to him, he's not really thinking straight, but I'm like, okay, like, even, even if, even if, he didn't make the decision to say, like, hey, we need to go raid this hotel. I'm pretty sure, like, when he when that guy went to the hospital uh, who was, you know, sewn up in the mattress, I'm assuming they, like, probably filed some type of report or whatever. I don't know. But it's just, like, that's what that's what's kind of pulling me out of the show because it's, like, you're not going to have all these random characters, like, disappearing and dying and everything else in this hotel if for some reason there hasn't been a raid on it yet. Like, it's just, right. it's like, come on now. You know, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, you know, let's let's get real, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does defy logic. But um, I'm still enjoying. It. I mean, oh, yeah. fantasy of American Horror Story. I guess they just don't give a fuck. They don't really. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, so janky. I mean, uh, how can I put it? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think with his issue, with John Lowe's issue, is like his wife Alex told him tonight. Control. Oh, okay. Because if I mean the thing is, he probably wants to do that. His logic and his mind is telling him to do that, but he knows it's gonna be an uphill battle because who's gonna believe him? He would not have any control of the narrative. If it had been any other scenario where he knew that his missing son is somewhere in the hotel, mm-hmm. he probably would have been, you know, let's go in here and raid. But he knows that if he sat there have him in there. He would not have any control over what happens once they once mm-hmm. they come in the hotel. They probably mm-hmm. said they shut him out the investigation. He can't do that. But right. he's still obsessed with the whole Ten Commandments killer because tonight's like like, like tonight. I'm gonna just jump into this real quick. Um, they found another um, a crime scene that uh, that was pretty much talking about a gossip rag magazine or blog, and he said that was the commandment. Do not um. Bear a false witness, and so very tongues on the table, hammer to the table, ripped out and stuff like that. Yeah. And so when he's sitting there trying to get all the case files, you know, round up from the past cases, um, that's when Max Greenfield's character bumps into him. He takes to the hospital, and then Max Greenfield was like, "Before he died, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kill. I thought that she was the uh, the uh, druggie, the the, the um, an addict bitch, and she was the one who did did this and stuff like that." And so. And then he said some. He said he said something about the Ten Commandments, or he said something about. I think he said something similar, or or he or he didn't. And then when John went to go see the host, see the room where the dude came from, they said not only that David Campbell, David Campbell's character checked out, yeah. um, but that uh, she brought him to the room, and then she said something about the Ten Commandments. So he thinks that she has something to do with the fact that uh, you know. She's part of the Ten Commandments killer, mm. but she's not. We all know she's not. And so she seduces. He cuffs her, and then she seduces him on the elevator. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "Is he gonna get fucked by this damn demon?" Because the demon popped up behind him. <laughs> Drill bitch, just going. I'm like, "Oh hell no!" I'm like, "This is gonna be some bullshit." And then mm. she kind of disappears, and then that was that, you know, and. He I really love just real quick. I really love the um, the like the strobe light flash on the elevator. Like it was a very intense scene. I love how they kind of capture that moment. You know, 
I co-signed with it. I mean, I thought that was very creepy and yeah. very, uh, like you said, a set the mood and right. kind of do some stuff that's crazy for the half because full alert for all those. Well, I forget, Chris. You haven't seen season one yet, so I'm not gonna say that. I might have seen season one, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna hold that one off. But uh, but yes, yeah, so that was that one. So let's get to the last story. Well, the last two stories of the year, of the, the year of the episode. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. One, they kind of tie to each other because it's all about the Countess. Now, actually, mm-hmm. three storylines because um, Tristan goes to find um, James P. March. Who he has Googled as being the most, um, not the horrifying or most horrific serial killer of, of American history, which is the same, the same as um, H, I think it's H.H. H. Holmes. And so Marsh pops up and they start discussing, you know, like murder and have, why Marsh built the hotel and all this and to do all this crazy stuff, and then here comes Will Drake with Naomi Campbell's character, and then um, the son, um, Lachlan. That's the son named Lachlan. And so they find out through Will Drake that, you know, hey, um, I'm going to tear all this shit up and make it do this and make it something better. And Marshall's like, oh, we can't have that. Yo, you got to go kill this motherfucker. And then so Donovan puts on his, you know, bisexual think he know that Will Drake is you no know, horny. Tries to do some almost kills him, but then the counter shows up like, mm-hmm. don't do it. Don't do it. So she goes <laughs> buddy bang. And so she comes and tries to do him with, you know, a Will admits he he proclaims, I am gay as hell. And then she like <laughs> and she was like <laughs> Fucking couches. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> so she sat there, got him all riled up, and he was all into it. She was like, How many women you been with? He said, A few, but they haven't been fulfilling. Right. She said, Pretty much, you ain't been with the right one. Mm-hmm. So she's about to get him. And then uh, here comes the, um, Tristan. How are you going to eat out of my damn food tray? And then she was like, You know what? Let me deal with your ass. Then she, she, then she told um, Bill Drake. Oh, by the way, you're hard. Like, it's like you all the way her go like, you know, like just <laughs> like, don't tell me I can't turn a goddamn game. Right. Like, you know, like, <laughs> us, so she goes downstairs. Just drag clean for real, like you said. Like, I could just, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> And so she reveals Donovan like, why? Um, the Tristan's like, why the fuck you fucking with him? Like, and then like. Genius. I thought it was genius. Somebody else might sit there and say it was being too much, but I thought it was genius for them to incorporate Bernie Madoff into brutal. the narrative yeah. all her money. Mm. And I was like, I can understand why she was doing the shit that she's doing then. And so he was like, yeah, though, but he's going to change the hotel, so he has to die. And she was like, um, no, he doesn't die until after I marry him and take all his damn money. I like, <laughs> I live for the couch because she's a true gold digger. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not apologetic. She's unapologetic about it. And so, um, which brings us to Ramona Royale, oh, who is here to wreck shop for the councils and everything that she stands for. But I before we ready. get to Ramona, he was not ready. I, I was going to say Ramona. I want to say Ramona for last. I knew we all going to be on the same page about Ramona. But what was y'all thoughts on the council taking the the, the 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 coins? You know what I'm saying? What was y'all thoughts on that at first? 
Go ahead, uh, Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I thought it was a good twist. It definitely draws out the story a little more. I wasn't actually understanding, you know, that whole storyline now, and I guess it's it's fleshing out. So I mean, that's good, and that she has to have this sort of elaborate plot that now Ramona is going to try to thwart, obviously, and then, um, yeah, there's now, you know, more drama to ensue. But like I said. You know, I guess, you know, Lady Gaga's truly, you know, vying to be a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> saying, like she can I, mean, bitch, I mean, that's the thing. That's been her career, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> She's just saying, like, I have a dude in a dress. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. No, um... Once again, I got to give, like, major props to, like, Lady Gaga. Because even though she's pretty much playing herself, she's doing a damn good job at it. Like, when she's in a scene, I mean, I know a lot of people say, like, oh, you know, her, like, she kind of presents her lines a little bit dry or whatever, even though I feel like that's the countess. But um, just her presence. It's like every time I see her sashay in a room, even when she um, gave uh, Tristan, when he was about to uh, slice up... um, Mr. Wildrick or whatever. Yeah. Even when she just gave him that like that like that hand like uh uh-uh. uh like she didn't have to even say a word, but her whole her whole energy, her aura, like it was just like on point. It's always on point, her look and everything. Um and speaking of Tristan, pretty much Tristan is dandy with slightly better fashion sense. I ain't gonna say slightly better fashion. He's just like basically a gayer dandy. Like he's but he's dandy. He's he's still very childish, very selfish, very immature, very irrational. Like he's basically playing the same character from Circus. So I'm, I'm already kind of over his character because he annoyed the hell out of me in Circus. So it's like, <laughs> y'all want to just not come out real quick? You go ahead and do it. I ain't gonna really be that bothered. But um, but yeah, I I, I love like I, I still love Gaga. I mean, I know a lot of people are still kind of feeling some type of way. I saw a comment. Somebody was trying to say basically like how they're playing on Gaga's characters, very um, interview with the vampire or something like that, and mm-hmm. they had, and they use they literally use like a meme or a gif of like um, Jessica Lane's character uh, Fiona from uh, Coven like rolling her eyes and stuff like that, and I know there's a lot of Jessica Lane fans who are like I can't stand this Gaga bitch like she needs to go back to like ripping off Madonna, but I mean. Once again, I love her character. I love her on the show. I really feel like, even though I know she's supposed to be only in what eight episodes, Mark, right? Eight. I, I'm, I'm, I'm dreading when she's not in episode. Like whenever they have that break and she disappears for a while, like I feel like the show isn't going to be the same. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm loving everything about Gaga's like story arc so far. Yeah. Yeah, and I was going to say that she, I, people don't, are not giving her the, the the props they should. Most people are, from my timeline, are like saying, this bitch just came in here and just took over the goddamn show. <laughs> just to lay who? You know like, they, they, you know, like we said in previous weeks, we can't see Jessica Lange in this damn season. Yeah, no way. I don't see her anywhere in this season at all. So, no but, I mean, one of the best lines Gaga has did, she, she, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? She, uh, what's the word? Uh, when you, when you come up with your own lines, uh, oh, uh, improvise or improvise the line from episode one when. She was getting ready when um Dor- Iris came back after pushing um Sally out the window and 
um, the counselor was sitting over Donovan, and she said, you know, your boy has a jawline for days. And see, that was her. That wasn't like they were written. That was her. And that was a line that stuck with everybody because um, Ryan Murphy said that the line was supposed to be in something like, uh, you know, I can help your son or something like that. You want me to help him or something along the lines of that. And so she just sat there and said, you know, your boy has a jawline for days. And, she, and he said that Matt Bomber, who plays Donovan, had to sit. He was dying from trying not to laugh. <laughs> he had to keep the scene going because he's, they was, everybody in the crew was like, this, like got stone faced. And then they had her say cut so she could go, like, go ahead and laugh. Uh, was stuck. I'm like, come on now. You gotta get her pro-. She was trained right. at one of the top acting schools in the nation. So she yeah. knows what she's doing. I mean, yeah. give her some slack. Give yeah, her some yeah. props. My yeah. God. I mean, the bitch owns. I mean, yeah. I, mean yeah. I can't see nobody else in that role. I really yeah. cannot see anybody else in that role. Three, ep- so three episodes in. And I can't see nobody else in their role. Speaking of which, now, like I said, she's in eight episodes, and this makes the third episode. Next week makes the fourth. Mm-hmm. So she'll have four after this. So hopefully they'll probably ramp up James March um, midway through that, and then towards the end, um, she'll come in for the, you know, like, at least give her two episodes in the new year. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to go on hiatus um, the first week of December. Um, so <laughs> then they're going to probably drop the last three episodes in January like they always do. But let's get to Ramona Royale, goddammit. Because, <laughs> I mean, as soon as I saw the publicity steals for Ramona Royale, I said, this bitch just looks over the top. Yeah. I mean, her damn hair is big. She got a big ass fur coat. She's wearing this damn throwback jumper from the 70s and shit, and I'm thinking like, she's gonna be all over the top. Just ridiculous. And then she gave her introduction, and I was like, this bitch is channeling Pam Greer from <laughs> Coffee. Uh, um, what's another one um, she was in? Um... Oh, y'all help me out here. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> know, Foxy Brown and uh, what was that uh, Quentin Tarantino film? Uh, she did Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown and all that, yeah. You know, so I was like, okay. And then so she was a B-list actress, but she was like saying she was living the life, but she wasn't doing what she really wanted to do. So she tried to woo a producer. The producer like, yo, we going with Jane Fonda though, but if you want to work this out, we can go upstairs to my room and you know you can. And then this Lady Gaga comes in like, uh, Ramona Royale, I'm such a big fan. You need to get the fuck up out of here because like, this is mine. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> and so the producer leaves. Lady Gaga takes Ramona upstairs, and then it's like Ramona's like, yeah, I was in love. I was all for it because she said she could give me anything, and so. That was in 1977. So, as we said before we started the pod, the Bearcast, she said, uh, we we called it the titty juice. (laughs) (laughs) The titty blood, or whatever you call it, titty blood. So, Ramona took it, and I was like, I wonder how far they're going to take the sex scene with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga has been all over the goddamn bed. I was like, how far is the brand going to let them sit there and have Lady Gaga be all on her stuff like that? Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, Ashley Bassett was licking on the damn titty. I've never seen him do this before. You know what I'm saying? Okay, 
So we saw how the years separated. They, 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 they was in love to about the mid '80s, like '86, and then they started drifting apart to '91. And then Ramona spotted the best, the best looking goddamn man known to yes. creation. <laughs> I don't know what his last name was, but I know his name was Mo. And I remember Mo. I remember Mo because Mo. It's my initials, Mark Octavius Estes. And I'm like, I don't even remember. Because that motherfucker was fine as Oh, shit. I was like, oh, goddamn. But she said, I met Mo, and that was the love. I thought that she was the love of my life, but I was wrong. I was like, that's right, goddamn it. Like, so I know it had to be good for her to sit there and be like, to, to, to break um, the Countess of Straw. She sat there and got with the best looking motherfucker she could find. Oh, wow. He's all for it. Tall, light skinned. And, and, and that's why I'm going to say, people, he wasn't just a, a, he was a bear. He was a black bear. <laughs> just was like, I was like, thank the Lord we've been representing some of these, one of these goddamn shows for once. You know I mean? We were back when Jamal Warner was there last year. So, I mean, that's one thing. Though. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you can count uh, Michael Chick and stuff. But, but anyway, so Ramona gave him. The the virus or whatnot, and then not even after they just sat there and um, sealed the deal, they come back to the studio because he was a rapper. They said she said he was better than Tupac, I believe, or the, he was gonna be back. He had been better than Tupac or something like that. And so they walk in and the captain killed his whole crew. Right. And I'm like, it's not to sit there and give out the goods, and you think y'all had to get away with it. And so she shot and killed Mo. And when lady when um when the uh, Ramona went down, I went down. I was like, no, no, Jesus. Why you gotta take my <laughs> Lord Jesus, why you gotta take my By the way, nah, he just jealous. The actor just that saying plays he got the, so. <laughs> the, the actor that plays is Mo, his name is Jason Scott Jenkins. So Yeah, he needs to go on our hot list. Because <laughs> I have exactly. well, in there for yeah, five minutes, like put you on the hot list for me. <laughs> his eyes though, his eyes were like everything. I was like, oh god, shit. And then I was like, damn the count. I was like, yeah, Ramona, kill that bitch. <laughs> and so Ramona just sat there and kidnapped Donovan for her master plan to take down the countess. And she was taking all the junkie juice out of um junkie blood out of Donovan. To prep him to be her co-conspirator and take it down the couches because he has an inside link to you know the hotel. Then Donovan sat there and dropped the ball. Well, actually, let's go back. She said that she was going to take care of the kids. She knows about the kids and the babies that she's creating, and so she's going to. That's going to be the biggest blow to the countess. To the countess. So before she could sit there, she thought she had a plan all made out. She, I guess, she didn't check her, you know. Um, Instagram updates and whatnot, or Twitter updates, because she following Donovan and some shit, and she didn't know that the countess kicked to the curb last Tuesday. It's according to him, and she told him to get the fuck up our house. No use for him. Mm. So the countess, I mean, the countess of Ramona, thoughts, fellas, thoughts. Oh Lord Jesus! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you I had to pick my wig up from off the ground because it was so. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I think, you know, I'm not the only one when I say this. I'm a huge Angela Bassett fan. Um, 
I feel like even though, you know, she never got the role of a storm, she will always be my storm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I love her. I just love, I love her in every role. She gives her all or whatever. Um, but I didn't know. Like, I, I remember we were talking last week and, um, I remember you brought up, like, you know, like, where's Angela Bassett character? Like, you haven't seen her in none of the previews. You know, they haven't really shown her at all. So, like, I was getting a little bit nervous because I was like, are they going to do a Gabby Sidibe type deal like they did her in Circus? Or are they going to do, you know, how they did in, you know, the legendary Patti LaBelle in last season? Like, I didn't know if they were going to just bring her in there for a couple episodes and just, like, knock her out. So when she popped up, you know, I mean, run off rip, I mean – Real talk, real talk. If it's anybody in reality who's got some of that titty juice or that titty blood, it's Angela Bassett. Like, <laughs> it's insane that she looks so flawless. And I, I believe she's, like, about 50 or close to 50, something like that. Yeah. Uh, over 50. In her 50s. Sorry. Yeah, in her 50s. But she looks incredible. Like, that first scene when, you know, she kidnapped Donovan. Like, she said, oh. oh. I'm like, yeah. Lord Jesus, Angela. <laughs> what and are you she, doing? Go ahead. And she, and she gave that look like I'm back, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, right off back, I was like, yes, yes, yes. But <clears throat> they left. The, they 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 definitely left the best for last because the last fifteen or so minutes of the show was pretty much focused around Angela Bassett's character, and um, it was just literally draw dropping. Like I, I I can't put it any any other way because. Like, I, I know it's like my mom or my aunt, like, my, the people in my family who are like old school Angela Bassett fans, if they saw that scene, they probably would have been like throwing holy water on the TV or whatever. Because it, <laughs> it was so, into, it was like, once again, Angela Bassett's 50. Lady Gaga's like 27, 28, or whatever. In most ways, you think like those two in bed together, licking and grinding on each other would be completely just, uh. But Angela Bassett looks so damn good. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like 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 that's another thing. Like, can you imagine if that was Jessica Lange and Lady Gaga? Like, you know, <laughs> it would have been like The Walking Dead. It would have been like, <laughs> you know, it would have been gross. Oh, so so I mean, but they they look good together. But I, I I would never believe that Angela Bassett would go that far. But I think. The reason why she's probably stayed with this show is because it's allowing her to kind of express herself further as an actress. Because definitely, like, season four, you know, I felt like she was trying to kind of become a little bit more sexualized or whatever. And I feel like this season's really allowed her to just be like, you know what, I'm about to go all in. Like, I'm about to do a full-fledged lesbian scene or whatever, and we're about to lick titties, and we're about to do the whole nine. (laughs) And it was just, it was so much. But like I said, again, it... I mean, I felt some type of way, but at the end of the day, I got over it because Angela Bassett was just giving it from body to face, her performance, everything. She was just giving it all away. Um, and I'm, like, so excited. Like, it's kind of like Coven. Like, she's really bringing me even deeper into this show. Like, when she came on Coven, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I just I, – I'm watching the show to see her. Now I'm going to mm-hmm. watch um, Hotel – for her and Gaga, but like Angela Bass is like just definitely like she has definitely got me like hooked now on American Horror Story Hotel. So it was everything. Malcolm. <laughs> I, I just remember some uh, post that you put on the entertainment group. Um, 
saying like when you were saying how old school fans of Angela Bassett would just their 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 heads would explode. Right. <laughs> but it was do. Oh well, yeah, like somebody called it the most vile show ever on, put on television. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, you know, I can't disagree, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they just they they are over the top, and it's great. I mean, it's not just for its own sake; it's giving me life. So. Yes. Um. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. So. Oh I was just like, I mean, when she came on the cover, I. When Angela Bassett came on, they announced her for Coven. I think I felt on my goddamn seat at work. Because I'm like, y'all got Angela Bassett and Cassie Bates yeah. with Jessica Lane. They just for to sit there and act a plum fool this year. Yeah. And so even from when the uh, promotional steals and then the, uh, the the teaser came out, the trailer, I was like, this bitch is going to sit here and just beat the living hell out of everybody around her with her damn acting. She is not going to let up. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be phenomenal. And so when they got her back to the hotel, um, I was kind of a little bit down by her in pre-show. So I'm like, okay, y'all, get her back to the hotel, give her something to do, then walk around with three damn titties on her damn chest. <laughs> because that's all she was doing was like, I'm, I'm the three-titty bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I have a big dick. And it kind of found out it wasn't a dick. It was a, it was a uh, in a large clitoris. And so right. I'm like, okay. And they didn't do anything else with her except for have her be like the um, de facto leader of the freaks. You know what I'm saying? When um, what's his face went around? But tonight, yeah. When she got when she when she sat there and tasered him, she threw him in the trunk, and you still ain't got her good thing like seen her. Right. But when she slipped into that damn car, that wig, I was like, uh, it, 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 don't, I'm like, make sure fix it, fix it, don't let it come off your head, fix it. <laughs> and then she patted it down, and then she sat there and got to put the head on the hood, on the wheel, and like, yes, I'm back with yes, the fucking outfit. I'm going to take y'all on the ride. And I'm like, yes. that's what I'm talking about. Yes. Give it. And yes. so, oh my God, it's just some, it's some, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she's not mad about the fact that the Countess spurned her. It wasn't that the Countess spurned her. Yeah. I didn't want to see that no more because we saw that with Donovan. You kind of get a little bit of it with Tristan. Yeah. But then with her, it's like, no, I was done with the bitch. I had moved on. But she was right. like, no, you can't make no more motherfuckers up with my damn sh- No, no. And so she's coming back for like you took the best damn dick I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> and that ain't no dick can make you slap somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, there's no way. It's, 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 go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Like, everybody who watched that show on the last 15 minutes of that show, immortality. I feel like we're all immortal right now because of Angela Bass. To be totally honest, because yeah. one. I'm thinking back. One, I feel like she's definitely kind of give you more of that Coven energy. Like, I feel like this is the Coven version of Angela Bassett coming back. Because like you said, in, in season four, she was just the chick with the three titties. But now it's kind of like she's she's really basically going to be the the, the 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 parallel of the Countess, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, she's going after the Countess. So, like, literally, she's, 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 she's pretty much, you know... Um, the Countess, I guess, Magneto or whatever, if we want to put in the comic book terms. The Countess, like, favorite, you know, she's the money or whatever. But the point of it is, though, like, I feel like she's coming back into hotel as this, like, top-notch chick. Um, and on top of that, like, 
it's reminding me also a lot of Coven uh, because in Coven she was immortal. So mm-hmm. having her immortal in the hotel, and I don't know if this is one of Ryan Murphy's weird, crazy tricks or whatever, how he's trying to connect shit together a little bit. I doubt it. But but still, it's like, it's, it's kind of crazy seeing this parallel of her being immortal in Hotel like she was in Coven and also being this leading character. Not like some background supporting character, but a character that's really going up against, you know, the other bad bitch, which is the Countess. So it's yeah. like just thinking about the possibilities. And also... I know Lady Gaga, like, I know she's she's pretty much, like, you know, dropped her puss on pretty much everybody in, in, in the entertainment industry, but it's got to be something. Like, that's something that you definitely could check off your bucket list when you said you made out with Angela Bassett, even if you fuck Lady Gaga. Like, that is some, like, whoa, like, <laughs> is this really happening right now? You know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I don't know, like, I would love to see, um... FX released some behind the scenes of how that love scene happened because yeah, yeah that's 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 crazy right there. <laughs> like that's really crazy. So I'm wondering like what is her character gonna be doing? Like like what sort of machinations is she gonna come up with? Because I was wondering like even though Donovan is uh no longer, you know, with the countess, like why let him go? Like isn't doesn't he have something? Yeah. And now, I guess, now that he's turned his mother, aren't they all wanting the Countess to go down? Like, I think that's going to be it. That's yeah. like an army. Or something yeah, like that. Oh. she needs minions. If you're going to be the queen, <laughs> you need some minions. So. Once again, like Coven, you know, where um, when everybody wanted to take down Jessica Lane's character, you know, um, and I guess uh, Angela Bassett's character could be similar to... Uh, Oh, what's the what's the woman that he became the supreme in Cup? And I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, right Cordelia. Now. Cordelia. Like she might. Well, I don't want to compare to Cordelia. Cordelia was like just she annoyed the fuck out of me in Coven. But <laughs> <laughs> the point of it is, she kind of rallied everybody together against uh, Fiona, and I feel like that could be similar with Angela Bassett. She could start rallying these characters against. Um, the Countess, because the thing with it is, when you think about it, she could have killed Don. Well, she couldn't have killed Donovan. Donovan's immortal. But you can still kill him. Like, they still die. She, she still could have killed him, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she did it. So I, I don't know if that was like a mercy thing. I don't know if that was part of a, a bigger ploy or a bigger plot where she was just like, you know what? I know he's going to run back to the hotel. I know he's going to figure out to do something. Let me just kind of, you know, allow him to kind of do his thing that I'll slip in. I don't know. But like you said, again, I can see Angela <laughs> Batson kind of rallying everyone in. Um, similar how uh, similar to what happened in Coven, so yeah, yeah. I'm looking for. Um, I, I was gonna say, um, I know a lot of people were saying like, there's so many different characters, so many different storylines. You know, they're not gonna connect, and yada yada yada. And I'm thinking like, okay, you got your answer tonight when she said that she was gonna take out the Countess's babies. I said, okay, that's that that brought in the John Lowe's. Yeah, <clears throat> John and Alex. Scarlet, gonna be they connected, gonna be affected by it because she kills Holden. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna want that. And then mm-hmm. you have uh, Donovan, who is, you know, just pretty much brought his mom back, probably made her immortal. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be an issue because the council's gonna be the count. Ramona's gonna look at that as that's more on, on our ranks against the countess. Yeah. And um, of course, the countess. Any of her minions yeah. to make more minions, right? So. <laughs> And I think that's so, yeah. pretty much it. I mean, there's no other storyline that's going to be dangling from that. I mean, unless you count the, the ghosts in the hotel themselves, but 
I mean, and then also the, the Ten Commandments killer. I mean, we still oh, don't know yeah. what the hell is up with that. And then also, yeah. um, who who was the previous the one who actually designed and developed the hotel? What's his name again? James March. James March. I feel like he's still gonna have a heavy significance within this season. Um, not just as a character who has such a fucked up path, but for like you know, clearly his 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 spear still exists in the hotel. He's still going around drill raping people and shit. Um, so I feel like because she even mentioned um, when she was talking to uh, Will Drake that uh, she had to kill, I guess, her husband. Um, I don't know if she clearly stated that it was um, blah, 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 the previous owner of the hotel, but. But uh, it, it definitely seemed like she alluded to that, like, you know, I had to take him out, you know. Um, so I, and, they, and they keep showing him in previews, so I feel like his character is still going to play a, a major part. But, but like I said, again, they've, they've definitely gave enough solid hints of how this storyline is going to all tie together, you know. And yeah. I know you being a hardcore, Mark, you being a hardcore American Horror Story fan, like, I think I recall, like, in most seasons, like, the story doesn't really start fully linking together until like I want to say like episode 6 or 7, you know, yeah. it takes a minute you know, so it's definitely going in that direction though Yeah, you're right, yeah. I mean a lot of people felt that, it's funny because the American Horror Story purists, the ones who are there from Gates you have those like me who are there from Gate and they're just along for the ride and they just love each season as it progresses. They might not love some seasons more than the other then you have those <clears throat> who entered during Asylum they love Asylum more than they did Murder House. And it was like, okay, a lot of the, the fans who were there from Gate didn't really care too much for Asylum because it was a little bit too dark and it was too much going on. You had possessed nuns, um, <laughs> a, 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 old, a, a, Nazi, um, a Nazi scientist who's now mm. the doctor of the place. Then you had um, aliens. aliens. Then you had a serial yeah, killer going on, you know. That was the thing too that much going. over for me, the aliens. No. I like the aliens. I, mean, I know a lot of people like, they never really explain no. aliens or whatever, but I feel like... They explained them. You know, did you, did you catch no, I'm just saying, like, did you catch was, it? Go ahead. That was my, my biggest um, regret of most horror. Whenever Little Green Men are the explanation for anything, <laughs> I'm done. When I was like, the Indiana Jones thing? No. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> the only thing I got from the aliens, I'm just going to jump back for a second. On the asylum, his kids, um, kids' kids, mm-hmm. were alien. they're partially alien, and they went to become, I know they mentioned it, like one became a brain surgeon, and the other became a, um, I think, a, a historian, or like mm-hmm. um, some type of um, American, uh, world history professor or something like that. Because they knew all this shit. So it made sense to me that, you know, that kind of tied into that, though. But coming, a lot of people hate. <laughs> hotel, I'm done. <laughs> never know. You know, they I'm just saying. I'm just it down. Like, what's I gonna, have to drop one quick thing. What's going to happen is that Pepper's going to come back. Because Pepper's been, like, the binding link. Well, one of the binding links. But I feel like. One of these, if it's not hotel somewhere, Pepper's gonna pack up because Pe- Pepper was also, um, I guess, supposedly either abducted by the aliens or possessed by the aliens. So yeah. clearly, like she might have a little bit more longevity within the whole 
AHS universe than a lot of people think. So I was surprised she yeah. just walked to the hotel and she's like, you know, ET phone home. You never know. No. <laughs> God, no, I can't. Disbelief, gone. <laughs> Mention of disbelief, she'll be gone. <laughs> well, um, I know that um, Coven, uh, I'm going to say this and I'm gonna try to wrap it up. I'm just like saying Coven was the least likely because they said that they gave us so much promise in the first few episodes, but then everything kind of like started spiraling out of, um, off, off the train track when they had the race for the, to be the Supreme. But I'm thinking like that's what's the whole goal. They need they were the, they're the last of their kind. They weren't the last last though, but they were like getting killed off by these witch hunters. Then they get the witch hunters out the way, you know, they're gonna work on being become supreme. So with the hotel. I'm praying by Lady Gaga only being in eight episodes that they don't take her out so soon. I think this should be like uh, last, like she should get on, she should catch on to their plan, like maybe the cliffhanger for Christmas, and then the last two or three episodes of the season will be them trying to like take her out, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that, because I don't want them to do like they did in Coven. The one thing I didn't like about Coven, and it's very little I don't like, is that they got rid of Angela Bassett and Kathy Bates too soon. It was just like, okay, we don't need y'all no more. Y'all go away. And so... (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, because I was like, y'all gonna knock Angela Bassett over the fucking head. The biggest voodoo queen in the... known to man. You gonna knock over the head, she gonna fall down the flight of steps, and then you gonna sit there and cut her body parts up and then bury them in different locations, and now she's stuck in hell. That was the weakest way for her to go out. That's That's the only complaint I had about the whole entire scenario because I was like, y'all had to come do uh, high hell and high water to take out Marie Laveau. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it, was, it, was, it was just pissing me off. But. I think there's definitely some, um, yeah, there definitely is some longevity. Like, even if they do take out the countess, we still, like we said about the, uh, the drill bit demon or, you know, with the, you know, the Ten Commandments killer, I think there's still other things that are probably coming forward. So, um, and even if there is a gap where she's not there, I think that's fine because I don't know if the entire show needs to beat Lady Gaga. <laughs> well, like, right. I think that's pretty Very true. Yeah, I mean, they could give us some variety. Right. I don't. I mean, I'm not saying it has to be all of Gaga, but I'm just pretty sure with the holding, with the, oh, the holding shit. Sorry, with the low family being. Connect to Holden, and I'm just thinking like rather being the so-called protagonist, a normal protagonist of the season. I'm pretty sure that they're gonna probably have to. Have, I'm, speaking of speaking of predicting shit, I believe Alice is gonna kill herself because we already got it set in stone now that she's already tried to kill herself. Mm-hmm. So if the of course if she kills herself in the hotel, she's gonna be a ghost. So. She's gonna be a ghost, but she yeah. would be forever her. Fun, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a good no, so I'm thinking she probably take herself out. Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Poor little Scarlet so. might be um, orphaned. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Scarlet about to um, meet up with um, Will Drake's son. <laughs> and Dana's about to be like, fuck it all. Like, we about to just go to, I don't know, Chuck E. Cheese's or I don't know, play PlayStation 4. I don't know. But yeah. 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 So, so, any final thoughts on the episode? Um, 
this this is definitely like hands down was my. Ooh, let me let me be careful when I say this. Well, it's only been three episodes, and I'll <laughs> say this because Angela Bassley. This is my favorite episode so far this season. Only three episodes in, it's still early, but Angela Bassett, damn near if not stole the light from Lady Gaga. <laughs> like just within her like twenty minute, twenty five minute spotlight, she really owned it. She owned it in so many ways. And now I'm so excited because all I can think about is how Lady Gaga and Angela Bassett can kind of like clash with each other, you know, because it, it really looks like, like, I mean, clearly the Countess loved uh, Ramona, like she was in love with Ramona. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, the Countess is never dumb. The, Count, the Countess is the one who's doing like, you know, like, oh, I'm done with you, go ahead. So to see the Countess become so bitter and enraged because Ramona moved on and seeing how Ramona now wants revenge and seeing both of them being these strong, like I'm a strong black woman, but both of them being these strong <laughs> female characters. Like I just, I, I, I'm really looking forward to some crazy wild ass scenes. Like just like similar to what we got with Angela and Jessica Lane and Coven, you know, maybe not as, racially based but still like these very yeah. intense scenes. Well we haven't seen any of her feedings yet, right? Like we haven't seen her kills. So I mean there's still like a lot yeah. of her character to be shown. Like what where is she? What's her setup? What's her what's her MO, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's still a lot to learn about her. It was really just a little, you know, glimpse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I think that the fact that they had Ramona be a uh, basketball queen. Yeah. And that she still looks young and good for her age. I'm kinda thinking that either Ryan Murphy is saying like, yo, Pam Greer, I'm just giving this is homage to you because goddamn it, I don't know what you're doing though, but you still look like you, know, yeah. <laughs> you still look great. And so, cause she still she she that that was her house. That's a big ass house for her not to be having no money. I she have no money, but nobody's looking for black plantation fields no more. Right. So she maybe making a little bit of change or something like that because she got a nice ass house. So, right. um, or the counselors probably gave her a severance pay or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be something. Um, next week's gonna probably be interesting given the fact that we have. The serial killers dinner. Well, uh, I saw Gacy, Eileen Wuros, and I think another uh, famous serial killer. And I saw the clown though too. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a clown for season four, but it was no. That was Gacy. That was Gacy. Yes, oh, that's okay. what I thought at first too. Okay. But then I was like, oh, no, that's Gacy. Okay. So, yeah. So, but yeah, so next week is gonna be pretty much. Um, uh, this Halloween episode is gonna be a two-parter, so it's gonna be next. Wait, no, next week is Halloween, but they usually conclude like in the first week of November, so it's gonna be the Halloween mm -hmm. episode, a two-parter, and I cannot wait to see what goes down with that. Um, but yeah, tonight was probably like I know a couple of my friends and chasing me all night saying best episodes so far. I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm still I'm still living for Liz Taylor walking down that hallway in the damn captain and the damn heels. I'm still living for yeah. that shit. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess that's it for tonight. So I really appreciate Chris and Malcolm for joining me. Um, 
we'll be back next week. Um, same bear time, same bear channel. And until then, stay freaky. All right, fellas. <laughs> Peace. Peace.